Welcome to another Take Note podcast, episode 83. My name is Chris Harper. You can hear the Take Note radio program weekdays on Guam at 88.1 FM. In it, we talk about a theme or topic from the Word of God between songs. This podcast version features about a 10-minute recap of one of our favorite recent programs, minus the music. Today, we want to ask you to take note of Galatians 5, 16-26. We'll find the key directive in this passage today is for believers to walk in the Spirit, not in the lusts of the flesh. There are two different kinds of works in the world, and they are opposites. They don't resemble one another. The works of the flesh versus the works of the Spirit. Those apart from Christ will perform the works of the flesh, while those who have faith in Christ should manifest the works of the Spirit. No doubt we have questions like, what do these works look like, and what are they? Well, our passage of the day provides examples as we strive to, by His power, be led of the Spirit, which is our theme from Galatians 5, 16 through 26. It should be noted right from the beginning that for the believer in Christ, walking in the Spirit is the logical course. All who are forgiven and transformed through faith in Him are indwelled by the Holy Spirit. Walking in the flesh is out of tune with this reality. As we still dwell within these sinful bodies, remaining influenced by all the pollutions of this world, it remains possible for Christ's disciples to go back to our old ways of behaving. But this will not be comfortable for us, and it will not be right. Let's read our entire text of the day, then have a closer look. Galatians 5, 16-26 This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. But if ye be led of the Spirit, ye are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these— adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of the which I tell you before, as I have told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another, envying one another. We see the dichotomy immediately. These courses of action are opposites. Living according to the dictates of sinful flesh is a before-Christ lifestyle. It must not be the manner of those who have God's Holy Spirit living within. 
Let's identify some of the key points of the text, beginning with Galatians 5, 16 and 17. This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. Our course as believers in Jesus is to concentrate on a spiritual walk, not merely to avoid living according to our own desires, but to fully submit to God's control and to take each step knowing His Word and seeking to obey it, continuing our relationship with Christ by following Him closely. Because the flesh wars against the spiritual walk and the desires that are built into the flesh are contrary to the Spirit's desire for us, if we fulfill these natural desires, we will be disobedient, not pleasing God with our actions, adding complexity to our lives and interrupting our fellowship with the Savior. There's something else to remember, Galatians 5.18, but if ye be led of the Spirit, ye are not under the law. So this is not about law-keeping. It's about submitting to God's control as one of Jesus' disciples, walking in relationship with Him. It's not a burden to bear out of duty, This is why it's called a walk in which we are led by our good shepherd. So if one kind of work is based on our own desires and another kind of work is based on God's desires, what do they look like? Well, these examples should help us make the point. Galatians 5, 19 through 21. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these? Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like. Of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. A person that simply obeys natural desires instead of rejecting them, often does these things to a greater or lesser degree, is unfaithful to their husband or wife, rejects sexual purity, is immoral, does not suppress their own passions, worships something or someone other than the one true God, hates, is given to angry outbursts, fighting and striving, is jealous is ambitious and self-serving, is involved in dissension and factions, getting drunk and carousing, or other things that are similar. These are obviously not works of which God approves. They're a result of giving in to natural desires, desires that will destroy us. And people that continue to do these things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Spiritual works, on the other hand, are these, Galatians 5, and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. That which is produced by the Spirit is quite different. The opposite, in fact, 
The person yielded to God thinks of others and gives. They love them. They have joy that's eternal, not temporal. Living in peace with God, being patient, gentle, and good, and having faith. None of these cross the line of any law established by God or man. But notice how these works are different. They don't resemble fleshly works. They're established within by the Spirit of God and then work their way out. Now, these verses don't mean, of course, that every lost man does all of the fleshly works that were listed or that the lost man never displays any of these attributes that are considered to be spiritual. Rather, they tell us that unchecked devotion to selfish desire leads down terrible paths, while consistent surrender to God leads down a path to life everlasting. And the Spirit of God within men, based on their faith in Christ, makes all the difference. These next three verses can leave us with no doubt. Galatians 5, 24-26 And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another, envying one another. If we are Christ's, the flesh has been crucified. We must no longer be slaves to its desires. We must yield to and walk by the Spirit, who is our Master. He teaches us what we must know to be obedient to Jesus and to have a right relationship with others. As we are confronted with these distinctions today, we who know Christ must respond by asking ourselves, am I a slave to my own desires or a servant of the living God, fully obedient to his desires, which are outlined in his word? Am I led by my own flesh, or am I led by the Spirit? Well, you've been listening to the Take Note Podcast. These few minutes together are brought to you by Harvest Ministries and KHMG on Guam. Our website is khmg.org, khmg.org. In every episode, we ask you to take note of a theme or topic from the Word of God. My name is Chris Harper. Thanks for listening.